0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy.
1: Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 38. I'm Connor Murphy from a wet and windy west coast, talking with Grace Matthews all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing?
2: A little frigid.
1: Yeah, there too, huh?
2: Yeah, I think it's just me. I just I just don't acclimate to winter very well.
1: Me neither. What do we got today?
2: Oh, we've got a very full show today. And we're going to start out with... A subject that's gonna make you a little bit nervous. Oh, lovely. Little touchy. Okay. These days, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) a lot touchy. Mean girls. Oh. You know, and you know how sometimes I really like to take things that happen in life and and see what effect it's having on the rest of the world. Right. Well, the other day I was getting my haircut. Okay. And I was having to wait. Now this is two feet away from the hairdresser, which is a gay man, and a heterosexual man sitting in the seat, getting his haircut. Right. Okay. So I wasn't completely eavesdropping. They were very close to me, okay? Yeah. But they were talking about a group of women that are now single and older and mean. <laughs> and they were giving examples. They knew women, you know, several other women and it, it it really got me thinking because you and I have also talked about it with all these complaints coming in about Weinstein and gosh others yeah <laughs> you know including former presidents that we didn't know had issues before. When was the table going to turn? You know, and and we really were going to see guys that were having trouble with women. Right. Well. I kind of forgot about it until so this morning. I was checking the news, and one of the actors from, of all things, Mean Girls, Daniel Franzese, went public with an accusation of assault and bullying against actress Bijou Phillips, whose husband is Danny Masterson, who faces rape accusations of his own. Nevertheless, Franzese took to Facebook and wrote, I a long post about the mistreatment that occurred towards him in the movie Bully in 2001. And here's what he said. She body shamed me and ridiculed me about my sexuality and physically assaulted me. Franzese wrote about being on set for the movie released in 2001. I was scared and closeted and feared for my job. It started with a lot of eye rolling whenever we spoke, but escalated. When we did a cast shoot for the poster Hmm. as we were shooting, she kept loudly saying, are you gay and laughing while the producers and photographer did nothing to stop her. Hmm. This continued and he was very humiliated and and there's nothing to say but that this woman was being mean. Hmm.
1: Again, 17 years ago. Right.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know that he was, but there are mean girls out there.
1: Oh, I've dated a few.
2: Have you? I haven't. (laughs) But I have encountered them. In fact, there is this one group that I have to go to periodically, you know, for dinners and and such. And, And they are, these are very mature women. These are not young women. They are very mean. I did not go to their high school. And I'm at a lot of their functions, you know, Yeah. notoriously, one of them at least will come up to me, whether it's at an event, somebody's funeral or something and say something very mean to me. Wow. And a lot of the women throughout generations that have graduated from this one particular high school in town are mean. Wow. I mean, it's like the mean Girls school. I mean, the boys go there too, but, you know, no matter what generation, it seems like there is a large percentage of the women that are just mean. Hmm. But my question is, where does feminism stop and mean girls, the mean girl mentality begin?
1: Good question.
2: Because I don't know. Or, this will get me in trouble, is feminism synonymous with mean girls? Interesting thought. I like to think not. Now... I'm not the only person thinking about this. According to a Pew Research, most people say they don't care who they work for. Now, I kind of think that's a little bit of the Trump syndrome, because prior to this, this particular Pew Research project this year, there was an overwhelming number of people that wanted to answer this question. It's kind of like if somebody calls and says, did you vote for Trump? Most people will say, I don't want to answer that question. Because they're filth, fearful, right? So I think a little bit of this, but for those that did have an opinion, both male and female, overwhelmingly wanted to work with males, work with and for males. I now can the see daily, that. yeah. I mean, I like working with men better. Uh, the Daily Beast quotes a Gallup poll that says forty percent of women versus twenty-seven percent prefer to work for men. So for every for 40% of the women, they want to work with or for a man. Only 27% want to work with or for a female. Hmm. And that's a little bit higher than it was, you know. In fact, all studies show women prefer working with men. doesn't matter what level, what pay scale, what professional position it is. They prefer to work with men. Hmm. Now, it seems a little counterintuitive to the movement we're seeing in society. Right. You know? Now, what about Hollywood? They clearly seem, they, they've seemed for a long time like they're hating on men. Yeah. Hillary supporters definitely are hating on men.
1: Definitely there. I do agree And the with media.
2: That. Yeah. Now, are these outliers or joiners? Are these groups, you know, they're not a mirror of the rest of society, apparently. Right. They got the loudest voices. Anyway, you got to think that when people join groups, there becomes an artificial group think. Right. It's sort of manufactured by the dynamics of the group. So can we classify Hollywood, Hillary supporters, the media, maybe the bubble as part of a society with a group think interesting or maybe we call it a quasi society i'm
1: scared to call them anything
2: i know you are that's why i'm doing all the talking here <laughs> and You're just going uh-huh maybe okay i don't know whether i'm gonna agree with that or not i know yeah. what you're doing i know this is making you very nervous i'm squirming in your voice i know
1: i'm squirming
2: no i ask another man about this this did not come from connor i shared it are American women more likely to be mean girls? He said, absolutely. Other places, they don't exist. Yeah, I kind of think that is probably an exaggeration, but it's interesting to think about.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. It gets your uh, mind thinking on the subject for sure.
2: Absolutely. And are like the people talking in the hair salon, okay, about this particular group of mean girls from my hometown, are mean girls more likely to be without relationships outside of their group?
1: I would think so.
2: I would too. Yeah. And how do they get there? I mean, is, is this an entitlement? Are, are mean girls born and bred with a sense that they deserve special treatment and special things? I would say yes. Well, I'm just going to leave you with those thoughts on mean girls. I'm thinking we're probably going to talk about this again. Okay. Um, I'm hoping to see the Broadway play, Mean Girls. And I'm sure after I see that, we'll have to talk about it again.
1: Okay, sounds good. <laughs> sounds now, good.
2: as we proceed to politics, where today there is nothing about Mean Girls. But from Vice President Mike Pence's October letter, I'm calling it a newsletter, okay. we have some interesting facts Non-farm payrolls grew by two hundred sixty-one thousand in October alone. Just October, hip hip hooray! Wow. Unemployment fell to four point one, the lowest since two thousand. Now, I, I I don't really buy into that because I believe a lot of people left the job market during the two thousand eight crisis when they couldn't find jobs. I don't think they've returned. I think they might though. You know, as um. Pay rises and there are more jobs out there. They just can't help but return. Still, maybe some of them have come back because 1.5 million jobs have been created since Trump took office 10 months ago. Wow. Pretty darn good. And remember the Broadcom Limited, that global chip maker that's moving back to the United States from Singapore? Right. They promised to bring 20. Billion with a B dollars of revenue with them. Wow. Pretty impressive, don't you think?
1: Yeah, that is very imp- 20 billion. Yes,
2: that's that's a lot of moolah. Okay, you know that the president has been in Asia. He's, yes. I think he starts back tomorrow. On a, he's been on a 12 day tour. Yeah. Vice President Pence pointed out the purpose of this trip. First and foremost was to demonstrate our nation's commitment to Asia. Second was to strengthen international resolve to denuclearize North Korea, to promote a free and open Pacific region and advance American prosperity. My guess is that when he returns, this will be hashed and rehashed by him and the media and everybody in between as to whether he met those goals. right? He, Trump also promises to focus on middle America. A new plat- tax plan would be a great beginning. That's turning into quite a debacle, but it would be a great beginning. Um, according to Vice President Pence, he reiterates the administration's commitment to strengthening and growing the middle class. That means keeping more money in this group's pockets. He does urge everyone to contact their representatives and senators to encourage them to support one of the tax plans, whether it be the Congress, the Senate, and supposedly Orrin Hatch is going to come out with another one today. Wow. Yeah, maybe it's okay. three a charm. Who Could knows? Could be. Could be. <laughs> but... Have you ever just dreamt about the ideal job? Many, many times. Okay. Well, I thought I knew what the, my ideal job was, but I could be convinced to take over as commissioner of the NFL. Oh,
1: yeah. At I least could handle that could If
2: I was about to get what Roger Goodell is, huh. he's in the midst of his own contract negotiations. Now, yeah. he's asking for $49.5 a year. private jet for life health insurance for life for him his wife and his two children wow he doesn't want much does he i don't know he must have thought he did a really good job on these um on this kneeling debacle yeah well (laughs)
1: 49.5 that
2: was a statistic failure
1: (laughs) yeah well the 49.5 million he can't afford his own health insurance for his family
2: you know I thought I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, really? Or a jet? Uh, he's a, it makes me think he's a very poor money manager. Wow. Well, you got to think that in the past he's only been making about 30, okay? Only four <laughs> you know, millions. So I don't know. Maybe that wasn't enough. I don't know. Maybe he's thinking he's only got a year or two left. I don't know. He's still I could probably live the rest of my life on that.
1: I'd say get rid of them now. Yeah.
2: Well, at least one over owner agrees with you. Oh. Jerry Jones. He says, wait a minute, boys. He's not about to agree to that. Of course he's not very happy with Roger Goodell over the the flag, um, those that are kneeling during the anthem. Yeah. And the NFL not enforcing the rule they already have on the books. Yeah. However, the rest of the owners do not agree with Jerry Jones. This has the rest of the owners ready to oust the 75-year-old Jones and make him forfeit his beloved cowboys. Wow. Now, these parts, where I live, Jerry Jones is the stuff. He is loved. He and his father owned land and operated several businesses here in Springfield. Oh, interesting. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to take my kids to his Jones Farms pumpkin patch all the time. Oh, wow. I um, had no idea. Jerry Jones. Yeah. Jerry Jones borrowed his a $1 million years ago from Jimmy Hoffa's Teamsters. Now, with that money, he started Shakey's Pizza Parlors in Springfield. That's where we all went after our football games. And basketball games, before we could drive, our parents would drop us off there and we'd spend, you know, the afternoon or evening there celebrating our wins or mourning our losses. But he put these shaky pizza parlors in hmm. Springfield and across Missouri. I mean, what he's done with that million dollars is amazing. Um, hmm. So I, for one, sure hope he keeps the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, that would be a, a very big shame.
2: He's a nice, generous man. I mean, every year, several people from this area hop on a plane that he provides. He takes them to the game. They stay in a nice hotel. They get VIP treatment. He They're shown the whole facility, which is amazing. And um, I, I, I hope they don't. They aren't too harsh on him. Yeah, that would be a shame. But... I don't think Roger Goodell needs that much money either. So. No,
1: that's absolutely ridiculous what he's asking for.
2: Yeah. Okay, another news, another sad piece of news. GE is going to cut their dividends in half. Oh. As the company slowly slips to the competition. They say they're gonna go back to basics. I mean I don't know how you go back to basics when, you know, my last washer and dryer, I I will have to tell you. There's a Samsung. I mean, I tried with GE. I tried to stick with GE, but they just didn't move along. I even bought, I don't know, like four years ago, they came out with this camera that was supposed to be dynamic. I tell you what, that GE American-made camera, and I am big on American-made, just doesn't hold a candle to the Japanese counterparts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to compete these days for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. So simplifying things... Seems to me to not to be the answer. No, you need to step up the technological game.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. Everybody wants their washing machine to send them an email or a text or something when they're when it's done, when the well, cycle's over. Plays,
2: my place, r- plays place, when the cycle's <laughs> over, <laughs> which is just cracks me up, but right? it it does. Oh, dear. There was a stabbing at Mall of America Sunday, and the suspect is in custody. I really get tired of hearing these normal everyday places that are having stabbings and shootings. That's getting quite concerning. Yeah, it's a daily thing, all day long thing. Absolutely. Uh, Liz Smith, the famous New York City gossip columnist, died at age 94. I mean, she wrote some amazing stuff, right? I really liked her. Um, a huge earthquake along the Iraq-Iran border has the death toll climbing. Right now, it's at 400 plus.
1: Lovely. Like they haven't had enough go on there.
2: Yeah, it's down because they've had plenty. Um, I hope it wasn't due to some nuclear testing. No, nobody said anything about that. So, oh. but, um, you know, I, Iran is working very hard. Much like North Korea, in fact, we believe that they share information. I'm hoping that this earthquake was not caused by nuclear testing.
1: Right. Hmm. Our
2: thoughts and prayers are with them, regardless. It's not, you know, the people.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
2: Trump and Putin have agreed, oh boy, to fight ISIS together and Syria. There's a lot going being said about this sideline conversation between Trump and Putin. Oh, of course. I'm kind of in agreement with Trump. You keep your friends close, you keep your enemies closer. Absolutely. And yes. why he is catching so much crap over it, I don't know. Because well,
1: they thought that they could really do the Russia thing and, you know, send Trump packing, but that's not happening.
2: No, no. In fact, it's turn. the tables are turning on them.
1: Well, I hope so, because uh, I still think selling 20% of the U.S. uranium supply is uh, way, way worse.
2: Oh, yeah, I do too. I think it is way worse. And uh, speaking of angry people, Ashley Judd, who is angry, I think she should be angry at Harvey Weinstein, but when the... When the guy at the airport called her hun and she had the meltdown on the little selfie video, I thought that was a little over the top. Yeah. Yeah. And to post it was definitely over the top. But nevertheless, she's writing a memoir. She's not that old, but I guess she wants to write her memoirs anyway and get ahead of the game. She promises to detail her experience with Harvey Weinstein in this memoir she's writing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So is she a mean girl? Um, I think she's a mean girl, but that's just me. And it has nothing to do with her experience with Harvey Weinstein. Nobody should be a victim, but well, nevertheless,
1: when she had the meltdown on video there, I think that would classify her as a mean girl.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He called her hon.
1: Yeah. I Are do you, that you all kidding the time?
2: me? I know. Yeah. I know. When, don't ever talk to, don't ever say that to Ashley Judd. She'll have you in jail.
1: Wow.
2: Okay. But talk about karma. We, You and I talk about karma all the time. Yes. Um, we usually talk about it in a positive sense, though. <laughs> okay. This is not positive. A man in New York City fell to his death after allegedly getting caught touching, groping a six-year-old boy. Oh. Um, hmm. The mother locked him in a room while um, the police you know, while she was waiting for the police to get there. Right. And I guess he tried to leave via the fire escape, fell to his death.
1: Huh. I don't feel bad at all. I don't even Imagine know. that. Maybe I'm a mean guy.
2: Oh, yeah. Mean man. Mean. Mean man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Daily Beast reports this is very disturbing, that Staff Sergeant Logan Melgar was allegedly strangled to death. By two Navy SEALs after he discovered the SEALs were stealing money intended to be used for informants in Mali. In Mali, we have a few military people, mostly specialists, in the shadows to gain intelligence about Islamic extremists. And one of the ways they get information is to pay these very poor people to stick their neck out and give us information. It costs Logan Milger his life, Wow, which is horrible. Do they know who the two Navy SEALs were? Yes, they do, but they were not releasing the names yet when I uh, gathered this information. I suspect over the next couple of days that their names will be everywhere.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Okay. Remember the Penn State fraternity situation?
1: I remember a lot of situations.
2: Okay, well, then this situation, uh, one of the pledges fell down the stairs and he was drunk at the time, okay? Okay. They had video that showed him laying at the bottom of the stairs, kids walking around him, walking over him, you know, and basically letting him lay there to die, which he did do. Wow. A new video that was previously erased by the fraternity members shows that they served him in a hazing experience, meaning you're not going to become a brother unless you do this. We know what hazing is. They served him 18 drinks in less than 90 minutes. Wow. Now, this video surfacing has resulted in authorities calling for more charges. They have filed new hazing and manslaughter charges against 11 and are considering adding 12 more young men to the wow. case. I tell you what, that is bull. These kids are old enough to know better. Are you kidding me? You walk over a kid laying dead on the floor, and you serve somebody 18 alcoholic drinks in less than 90 minutes? Wow. wow. I, I
1: just I,
2: I just can't. I saw the parents interviewed um, a couple months ago, and I, I cannot fathom. Like I'm always saying, I have three sons. I cannot imagine something like this happening with one of them.
1: Yeah, that's the kid's probably never drank in his life either.
2: Exactly. Um, in fact, a lot of kids haven't. Yeah. You know, my son one of my youngest son turned twenty one this summer. And you know how you kinda of think, Well, yeah, he probably has. Yeah. Yeah, he clearly had not drank before. Wow. He has one drink, you know, at dinner and he's asleep on the sofa. <laughs> cheap drunk yeah yeah but i'm like you i don't i don't think he had drank before but what happened that these kids did not get help for him
1: yeah that's that's insane
2: again it's you have to wonder if a group mentality took over
1: oh absolutely
2: because you know these kids were not raised like this it's it's just it's horrible it's deeply saddening It certainly is. Well, Mitch McConnell has finally spoken up. He says he believes Judge Moore's accusers. And that's a big thing to say because I I think they're pretty credible too. Although I think it's crazy that it took 40 years for them to come forward. Nevertheless, he thinks that the judge should step away from the Senate election. Judge Roy Moore continues to express his innocence The Republicans really need this seat in Alabama, in the Senate. Um, The judge should, by all means, defend himself if he's innocent. But that'll take a lot of time. He needs to step away now. Yeah. And if he's innocent, you know, God love him. But right now, he's got to think about the the larger picture, because he's not going to win. I mean, that's molesting girls, young girls. Yeah. And allegedly giving them alcohol.
1: Hmm. Well, he needs to do so really quick.
2: Really quick, because that, that election takes place in December 12th. Yeah. So the sexual allegations just keep going on and on and on. Uh, six women have now came forward complaining that George H.W. Bush, lovingly known by his family as Poppy, still these are claims that he groped. These six women have come forward, said that he groped them. One says she was only 16 years old.
1: I don't even know what to say. I don't either. No idea.
2: And again, I am forced to somewhat defend Hannity. Now, I have never been a big fan of Sean Hannity, but I'm I'm pretty sure on here I'm starting to sound like it. But, you know, he often gets a raw deal.
1: Yeah, very often.
2: Okay, he interviewed Judge Moore last week. I heard the interview. I did not think he was particularly sympathetic to the judge. I think he is sympathetic to the fact that the Republicans need that seat. But it was a tough interview. He was tough. Nevertheless, Hannity has again lost some advertisers. They claim he was soft in the interview. Most notably, this went, the way this went down is peculiar. He received emails from and tweets from a Soros crony that complained that when Hannity suggested after the interview with Moore, that these accusations are sometimes wrong, that he was somehow supporting the judge's pedophilia. Now, Hannity also, immediately after saying sometimes these are wrong, he gave several examples of situations that have been wrong.
1: So the what la- did he do wrong? The he lacrosse did wrong.
2: team. Remember when Rolling Stone did the story about the lacrosse team raping that woman? And she comes up later and goes, she lied? Yeah. Okay. And remember when the whole world accused William Jewell of being the Atlanta Olympics bomber? And he wasn't. He brought up several of these situations. Right. You know, the whole thing in Ferguson, Missouri. Everybody said the guy had his hands up. And the video showed he did not have his hands up when the cops shot him.
1: Where I have an issue is in the media, we can't say somebody's guilty. If their court case is, is, you know, if this is pre-court case, you can't call them guilty.
2: Exactly. You have to say alleged. Yes. Because everything's alleged, even even if you do have it on camera. Right. Huh. So, it, it you know, it, it's just wrong. And somehow, though, at the end of every one of these is, is someone that works with Soros. Soros is money. Soros is group. Soros is media matters. I, somewhere Soros is there. How can in this modern society, in this huge country, can one left-wing guy with some blocks have this much control.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: It's inherently wrong. Yeah. But um, Puerto Rico, boy, they should be a state at least. I don't know why, but Puerto Rico has asked for $94 billion, that's billion with a B, in federal hurricane relief from, uh, of course, more, none other than the United States of America. They should have just topped it up to 95 Yeah, yeah,
1: why not, you yeah. know.
2: Why not just a <laughs> hundred?
1: Yeah. Well, hell, you're almost there, anyways. Yeah. So.
2: So. <laughs> wow. And Kaepernick is again being rewarded for bad behavior, as he has now become this month's GQ cover boy.
1: Yeah, I won't be reading that magazine anytime soon.
2: Me neither. Me neither.
1: Yeah. Well, GQ uh, has been coming out quite a bit lately in the
2: far left with some of their... Boy, they have. Yeah. They really have. And it's like, really? You know? I used to sort of like, you know, thumb it through there. Yeah. In my younger days. But not anymore. No, I have a tip of the day. Okay. As you well know, Connor, I I, I did redid my fit and my kitchen and i'm you know mostly happy with it you know now that i'm not so traumatized about how long it took looks great but i had a stench in there i kept telling you i can't right. find the stench so the tip of the day okay when something is stinking up the place and you ran out of ideas check your indoor plants especially the roots that was my culprit wow never heard of that before yeah yeah and boy when I started messing around in that plant and, you know, digging through there, ugh, it was clearly the culprit.
1: Oh, I can almost smell it now.
2: Yeah, it was, it was disturbing.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, I agree with you there.
2: Yeah, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Um, remember, don't become a victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. And remember, we're now on Blog Talk Radio, and we're all over the web. Please tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends
0: out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.